Hello there. Welcome to A Certain Point of View. I'm your host, Michael Hoover, and this is a Star Wars podcast. Today, we have quite a big day, actually, uh, on the podcast. We are kind of starting anew. And, uh, you know, last week we recorded the, the last episode with with my brother, Ben. We've been doing this for a good long time. We had a good run. And um, and he has just decided to kind of move on and do other things. And I support him and all that. It's awesome. We're good. But um, we but now I've been thinking for the past month or so about where I want to go with the podcast. And um, I kind of came to the point where I, you know, I, I asked myself, do I want to do the podcast anymore? Do I want to uh do I want to keep doing it and just have it look completely differently? How I just couldn't get out of my head that I definitely love doing this. And I, I really hated the thought of not doing it anymore. So um, if I was going to do it again, I, I really wanted it to have a lot of involvement with the, the, the Facebook group that we have going. And so what I decided to do was just really reach out to the admins in the group and and reach out to um and reach out to another person who is not an admin but very involved in the group and and see if they would like to kind of uh to kind of go on a rotation and and we just kind of go that way instead of having one person every you know two people the same people every week have kind of a rotation going but it's going to be a core rotation just a few people and um and i am excited to say that i'm i think this is going to be awesome i'm excited to say that three of them are joining me today there's going to be one more josh mesker is out uh today he is on vacation with his family but we have the other three with me today we got jessica mcnair we got curry morris and we got drew miller hello everybody hello what's up hello there Y'all, I'm I'm really excited to have the to have you guys on. I'm really excited to start this, you know, direction on the podcast. It's going to be totally different cuz I was thinking about this. Ben and I are we're different. We actually see things a lot differently in a lot of areas, but Star Wars is one area where we really like just see very much eye to eye on a whole lot of things. Um I think that we're going to have some debates and some uh, some disagreements with this crew. And that actually really excites me. I think it's going to be a totally different dynamic. And I think I think it's going to be I think it'll be different, but a good different. And so um, I know I know for a fact, Curry and I have a lot of disagreements. Drew, I feel like you and me are on the same wavelength quite a bit of the time. We, Jessica, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I already know there's a few things, so okay. we'll see how it goes. <laughs> so, Come to the dark side, Jessica. We have cookies. <laughs> I'm I'm really excited to 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 do this, and I'm excited because today what we're gonna do is everybody. I just wanted to have everybody on at one time. Um, we'll have Josh on soon. He's been on the podcast. Y'all know him. He likes to talk, um, <laughs> uh, and we always yeah. tease him about it. It's all good, and uh, but. But we haven't had – we've had Drew on several times. We haven't had Curry and Jessica on very many times. Y'all joined us for a live stream um, that one time. But I think that's it for both of you, right? Yeah. I've been on a bunch of live streams, but I don't know if those were podcast episodes yeah, or well, not. Yeah, I didn't – I don't think – I think I just released the one on the stream – on the on the podcast feed. So – Look, Michael, I'm going to need you to stop censoring me, okay? So – Yeah, I'm, I'm, work, I'm working on that. <laughs> <laughs> but – 
So today, what I'd like to actually get to do is just kind of let everybody get to know who you guys are, what your tastes are like, you know, uh, what your what your history with Star Wars is. And so let's go ahead without further ado. Uh, let's start with Jessica. Why don't you just uh, tell us what got you into Star Wars and why you love it and your kind of your history with it? So my Star Wars journey started with my parents. Um, they saw it in the 70s. Um, my parents are a little bit older than most people's my, like my age parents. They're normally about like 10 years older. So my dad will be 70 this year and my mom will be 69. So they were like the first, I guess, generation to really see it, especially um, – not as like kids, but you know, as adults. So they have always loved Star Wars. And so I grew up watching it since I was little. Um, and I feel like I always had a huge imagination. So my thing growing up was more playing Star Wars with people than like playing with baby dolls, if that makes sense. So um, awesome. It was, I don't know, it was just something that I um, I was always interested in, and I just always loved, I think even as a kid, like the themes in Star Wars, it always kind of resonated with me. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of how it got started, my parents, and I love seeing them now when they're just blown away at how far this has come from, you know, the yeah. original three movies. When, when you were growing up, did you really grow up first watching the prequels or or was it more the uh, the original trilogy? It was the original trilogy. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Very cool. Curry, how about you, man? Yeah. <clears throat> so kind of similar situation. My parents were big fans, saw it in the theaters back in the 70s and 80s. And honestly, I've been watching Star Wars for so long. I don't really recall like a first time. I just... Before I was five years old, like we just watched them all the time. We wore out the same VHS tapes, and like Star Wars was one of the ones we just rewatched all the time. And then when I was like five or six, uh, the prequels came out, and so that just enhanced the love even further from the foundation I had with the with the original trilogy. And honestly, my love of the movies uh, extended into the video games, which is which expanded my love for them even more. And also having legitimate neighborhood wars with other kids uh with lightsabers and having factions and stuff like it would be like street versus street lightsaber battles i kid you not it was it was incredible um all those experiences just <laughs> made star wars kind of like the foundation i didn't realize how much it influenced a lot of what i did until uh i started making films with my friends in middle school and high school and one of the running gags we had was we always had a lightsaber in there somewhere and, uh, you know, the music and the themes and the story and the games have all just been a mainstay in my life. And it's something that my family and I can still like watch together to this day. Mm -hmm. We all have a great time talking about it. That's awesome, dude. I love it. Drew, how about you? Well, I think we're going to run with the same theme of family here, except it was just one of my parents. My mom has zero interest in <laughs> science fiction or anything of the sort, but my dad he got me and my brother into it at no. a young age. Uh, I believe I was eight years old and the news came out that they were making the Phantom Menace and the whole prequel trilogy. And my dad just went berserk. And he was like, Oh my goodness. Cause that he was, I think around 10 when the first star Wars came out and he got to go see it. And 
all the other ones. And, uh, you know, he let me and my brother watch the original trilogy. Uh, we were out on the road traveling somewhere. So we were cooped up on a rainy day uh, in our trailer watching uh, all the Star Wars movies in a row. And we just fell in love with them. I remember the big Empire reveal was incredible uh, to witness at a young age. And afterwards, he took us to Walmart and we got to go buy some Legos. So we just got to like pick out a Star Wars Lego set that was pretty cool. And from there, it just took off into this insane obsession, truly, uh, with like Curry with the video games and having lightsaber wars uh, with, you know, people growing up with and brothers and family members and stuff <laughs> like that. And it's grown into, you know, a big family deal. I've seen with my dad and brother every new Star Wars movie except two in the theaters. We didn't get to see Revenge of the Sith together or Solo. But other than that, mm. every new Star Wars movie since Phantom Menace, we've got to go see together and experience. So that's been pretty cool. And now my nephew, he's five, about to be turning six. He's starting to show a little bit of interest in Star Wars. So that's a that's going to be just a whole other generation of fun right there. So, yeah, it's, it was a family affair that kind of uh, blew up into... You know, train, train him. Yes. <laughs> it, it blew up into a true obsession that is still going on. Uh, to this day at 30 years old and i love it it's a huge part of my life i love it so much it's it's crazy how like just growing up with something that you think when you're younger is just like a movie it's just a thing that you put on and you watch and then it becomes something that like i know for me like when it rained outside we had this we had this little uh this indention in our yard where there used to be like a sw an above ground swimming pool and so, like, for some reason, part of the yard was still, like, caved in from where that pool used to sit. And when it would rain, it would, like, it would kind of, you know, make a puddle in there. And so when I, when it would rain, after it would rain, I would go outside with my Star Wars characters and pretend they were in Hoth. They're on Hoth. And just, like, play in the mud, or play in the mud and play in the, the water kind of a thing with that. Just pretend it was a swamp on Hoth. And from that moment on, it was, like... I guess these are more than movies <laughs> and now awesome. we're all like 30 something and <laughs> we still are obsessed with this stuff. I have toys. I have toys behind me. Like, Oh, I just spent like a hundred dollars on action figures. So it's fine. A hundred dollars on an action figure. Did you buy? No, 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 no. On several altogether. Oh, I was like, <laughs> did you buy a hot toy? Not on one. I got a Ray, Hera, Leia, Ahsoka, and a Padme. It's incredible. Well, those are wow. heavy hitters. Yeah. <laughs> that's um, that's amazing. Uh, that's actually kind of a good segue. I have a – I'm going to throw you all a curveball. I want to see if you guys can answer. Let's go with Jessica first, kind of go around again. What is your – who is your favorite Star Wars character and why? Mine has changed. It initially was Leia, and I still love Leia. Um. Anakin's a top favorite character, which I know is not popular for some people for that to be a top character, but he is. Currently, um, I would have to say Ahsoka <laughs> is my favorite character. Um, I don't know. I just love everything about her. And I think, um, I don't know. I can just, I'm a big helper. I love helping people. And so I feel like I identify that part of her character. And so I, f I can her story and her journey seems a lot more real to me. Like, especially as an adult, I think you look at the things a little bit different than when you were a kid. When I was a kid, I was like, oh, 
Leia, she's so cool. You know, she's a girl and she's, you know, just as great as the guy, you know, just that type of stuff. She's kicking butt, you know? And so I, I have seen that change, but I would say for sure right now, Ahsoka. I mean, I even just got an Ahsoka tattoo a couple months ago, so... (laughs) <laughs> that's yeah why that's not i feel like i was a closeted star wars fan for so long i might as well just you know go for it at this point embrace it <laughs> embrace it yeah i mean i kind of felt the same way i was kind of a fan of star wars for a long time but like i knew once i started doing a star wars podcast that i was gonna be full-on like there's no hiding my nerdness anymore yeah <laughs> uh I love that. I love that. Curry, how about you, man? Do you have one? Um, uh, first of all, let me back up a little bit. Uh, you said we're all 30-something. Speak for yourself. <laughs> this man's 27. I'm the oh, baby. You're the here, baby. I think. You are the baby. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I make fun of my wife for being older than me all the time. Uh, secondly, um, in, in the theme of Star Wars, I'm, gonna, I'm all about balance. So I'm going to give you a light side and dark side answer. Love it. Because really, these two, these two characters are tied for me. Um, cop out for, for, for different reasons I it's like a cop it. out but Fine. hey from I'm a certain point ahead. of view from a certain oh! point of view <laughs> ding 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 uh, <laughs> if I absolutely had to just go like one above anyone else um, it would be Darth Vader um, slash Anakin I guess um, but really just anything and everything to do with Darth Vader I've always found to be uh, very captivating I'm a big fan of stories where you know, it's it's a, a trusted friend uh, betrays like a group of people he loved, or like a like a brotherly type figure. And what Vader goes through in his mindset, any books or shows that deal with like his headspace, just fascinates me and what he goes through. Um, and the other side of that uh, would be uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. Um, he's oh, gosh, Obi Wan to me is the embodiment of like what a Jedi should be in the, in a, in most ways. And um, he goes through, I think one of the book excerpts that just came out talks about how much he went through and he never wavered. Like he questioned and he struggled, mm. but he remained steadfast, like in his devotion to the light. And uh, he's also a supreme fighter. He's intelligent. He's compassionate. And uh, yeah, so Darth Vader, Obi-Wan Kenobi, but Vader, if I can only pick one. I love that. I love, I love your explanation for why Obi-Wan is your favorite or one of your favorites because that part in clone wars spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't watched it yet (laughs) that part in clone wars where satine is killed and and obi-wan has every right and every chance right there to turn and use the dark side Mm -hmm. and he and he doesn't and it's just like it i just got chills right now (laughs) it's so good good, I love Obi-Wan. That's actually, other than like the finale, that's like my favorite episode of Clone Wars. I mean, yeah, that that episode is insane. It's so it's good. The one, it's the one where with the the duel or the fight between Maul and... Uh, yes. Asa- Maul and a pr- Savage and, uh, and, and uh, Palpatine. Woo! Yes. It's a good one. So good, man. Oh my I got, yeah, I got chills. <laughs> the so, whole time I'm watching like, that, though, I'm like, Obi-Wan, if you could only open up and let Anakin know that he's not alone in so many things. I know. Yeah. But, and and that, what's that's ironic, his too. That's his, yeah. that's his weakness, is that he he wasn't the father figure right. that, he, that Anakin really needed. 
and he I was, was actually always just a, talking yeah. to some of my friends about that today. So, where are you now? So fun. <laughs> What's so cool, like about Palpatine and Obi Wan, is you know in that last arc of Clone Wars, Obi Wan's like, "No, I'm not going to go after Maul with Ahsoka because I've got to set aside my feelings and go save the Chancellor." But if he had followed his feelings, he wouldn't have played directly into Palpatine's plan with Anakin killing Dooku and then eventually falling. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really interesting to think about. Like there's a, there's an interesting dynamic there. It's just yeah. it's cool. uh, so layered. And that just emphasizes how much of a freaking genius Palpatine is. <laughs> Do it. Uh, <laughs> Do it. And that's why this is a whole nother thing. I have no problem with him coming back in rise of Skywalker. I didn't oh. have a problem with him coming back <laughs> in rise of Skywalker. I had a problem with, the execution of yeah. how he came back in the rise of skywalker yeah. it was that's a good way to put it, it. Was terrible i was when the when the trailer came out and he laughed at the oh, end yeah. i was like what okay i mean i was down just show me something good they yeah. didn't yep it was a surprise <laughs> to be sure but a welcome one <laughs> nice <laughs> and on that note drew how about you man i think i know where you're going oh i think Michael and I are going to have the same answer here, but anytime I'm faced with this question, it always comes back to Luke Skywalker. And Luke is, I mean, he's an incredible yep. hero, My man. but at the same time, he is an incredibly relatable to hero slash fictional character. He is shown with his flaws and his mistakes and his struggles constantly. Very few times do we see Luke as this just like super strong, just ready to take on, you know, capable of taking on the world character, but he is constantly willing to do that and willing to fight for, you know, I I just lost my train of thought. I'm so sorry, guys. He's, you know, he's willing to fight for what he believes is right. Dude, He stands up for you know, his teachings in the Jedi Order with Obi-Wan. And uh, he, he never, backed down, never backs down from a challenge. And the growth that we see from Luke in episode, uh, you know, the, the, the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy, he has one of the most incredible journeys for a fictional character, in my opinion. And I just, uh, I find a lot of ways to relate to Luke, you know, that I'm sure Hans may be a more relatable character to me, personally but I, I i love luke so much more as a character you know um he has some of the best quotes and dialogue and you know if you want to throw some of the old you know expanded universe and legend stuff out there luke's got some other pretty cool stories out there floating around so he's just an incredible character and he's also always accompanied by some really great soundtrack work oh yes he is and i knew that i knew it <laughs> Yeah, 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 absolutely. Curry and I—I'm sorry, Curry, <laughs> Drew and I uh, tend to uh, tend to be on the same wavelength. When anytime we're talking about Luke or Return of the Jedi, um, or really, I mean, a lot, a lot of things, um, but not football. <laughs> we, we disagree there. Not football. Some, but... Tell you that. Um, SEC hater. <laughs> <laughs> uh but no so yeah it's it's 
Drew, you hit it on the head, man. It it's it. There's something about there's something about the the way that he is portrayed, even all the way through the original tri- trilogy. He is a whiny baby mm-hmm. um, at the beginning. Just wants to go hang out with his friends and pick up some Tosh uh, some power converters at the Tashi station, <laughs> and um and he's you know, but he also like he believes that there's more for him out there, and I think all of us can relate in some way to that and. Um, and so he's been relatable from day one and all the way until the end. And y'all know anyone who listens to this podcast knows I'm an unabashed fan of the last Jedi and seeing him go through, um, dealing with shame and dealing with consequence of his failures and all that stuff. I, that's, I mean, shame is something that, that I th- I'm sure all humans struggle with on some level, but it's been particularly something that, that I have dealt with in my life and i i don't know when i watch luke's arc and i watch his character in the last jedi and how he rises above that and i just got chills already uh rises above that and comes in the clutch saves the ones he loves at the end and he ends as the legend again um and then broom boy here's a story come on let's go (laughs) it's so good it's so good yeah, it's so good. I I love Luke. He's by far the character that resonates with me the most. And um, I don't know how many times I've gotten chills just on this podcast talking about Luke. I just, <laughs> it literally happens every time. But yeah, y'all, that was fun. I'm glad we did that. That was fun. That's awesome, man. I feel yeah, like y'all made it. your character sound so much cooler than me. No, no. Ahsoka's <laughs> oh, great. Here's the thing. I know, I just you didn't go into well. like, all the details, I guess. No, feel free to go into You're the one that has a tattoo dedicated to favorite character. You, yeah, right. Yeah, I just want right. to say I did like her before she became super cool. So you know, have to throw that out. There. You say you did like her. I did like her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was actually let's uh, a little sidebar here. I was just I'm starting my prequel. I'm sorry, my prequel. I'm starting my Clone Wars uh, chronological rewatch and. I was just watching the first arc and I was, I'm about three quarters, no, about halfway through the Clone Wars movie now. And so Ahsoka just came in and I have to say, like, I just, I've seen all this before, but it's just been a while since I watched the Clone Wars movie. And like a lot of people hate on her at the beginning, Mm -hmm. but like, I know she's like, she's she's not, look, she's annoying. Like that's, but like it's, it's on purpose. It's, exactly how Anakin was when he was younger it's on purpose it's by design and by the way it's done very well even the first time she said sky guy I was like oh I get it now like I get that I get why she said it the second time I was like okay stop calling him sky guy but but the first time it was like okay that makes a lot of sense I I get it I get that one um I'll never understand Artui but (laughs) yeah I don't love that one it is what it is i mean yeah it is what it is that's just one of those things i mean to be fair i feel like it is something like a very young teenage girl would make up those kind of nicknames i guess i don't know it i just i think back to when i was like 12 13 14 i could see myself having some dumb nickname for something yeah yeah, I guess so. I just, you know, Star Wars is always going to have a few things. It's like, yeah. Ooh, that was bad. Just toss it yeah. over my shoulder. I mean, it's not great, <laughs> but I, I never I'm liked just it saying, when they called it, him. It is a little, I can see it, but yeah. doesn't make it any better. Yeah. Curry, what? 
I never liked it when in the prequels they call Anakin Annie. I've I've never been a fan of that. Like when he's when he's oh, a small boy, it doesn't bother me as it. much. I liked it. I don't, when, especially when when Shmi, when yeah, I don't mind it there. Annie. Like with him Who and else? his mom, like that makes sense. Padme still calls him Annie sometimes. See, I like I, that. That makes sense. That makes sense. I like that. Now, are you, maybe it's just Jar Jar. Annie. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, Annie. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> it's not it's not the worst, but every time I hear it, I'm like. Like, just look at Darth Vader and call Darth Vader Annie, and I'm like, yeah. It's not know, Darth Vader yet. He's, yeah. That's the okay, point. You're right. I recede. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> that's all good. No, that's that's great. I, I love all that. That's That was really fun. I love doing that exercise. <laughs> um, now, let's get to the nitty gritty. Um, we're going to do, we're going to, I just, I think there's, it's a very telling just what kind of Star Wars fan you are by number one, kind of talking about your favorite Star Wars character, but also sharing your rankings. And by the way, I respect all of your opinions, even though I'm going to disagree with at least a couple of you on a lot of issues, but, um, but it does kind of give everybody a, a frame of reference for when you talk about certain movies, where you're coming from and all that. And, I am excited because um, I've i talked to Curry several times about his ranking. I, I think I've talked to Drew at some point about his ranking, but I don't remember yours, Drew. Jessica, I have no idea what's about to happen. <laughs> so this is going to this is gonna be fun. And she warned me that it's going to be – that it's going to hurt me. Yeah. So I'm prepared. Um, so with all that said, let's let's switch up the order though. Let's start with – let's start with Curry. Okay. So you want me to just like start from the bottom and yeah 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 that's always more, that's always more fun. <clears throat> cool. Uh, well, at number twelve, I have uh, the Rise of Skywalker. Um, I briefly, it's you know, it's it's got some really great uh, moments uh, sprinkled throughout, but as a whole, I think it's uh, pretty lacking as a conclusion of the saga and the third in that trilogy. Um, it, it's very messy for me. It's the hardest one for me to enjoy, even though I I do still enjoy a good bit of it. At 11, I have the Clone Wars uh, movie. Um, I think there's a lot to like there, um, but it definitely feels like uh, three or four episodes strung together. And, uh, you know, but it's fun. It's a a cool introduction to the series. Um, You can just tell they were strained in making it into a feature film, though. At number 10, I have The Force Awakens, uh, which, you know, another one. One thing I appreciate about Force Awakens is that, it was the first step in bringing Star Wars back into the mainstream um, for a lot of people, uh, you know, because f- for 10 years, you know, it, w- it was there was no movies. Um, it was just a Clone Wars show. And a lot of people didn't know about that until later on. Um, however, the, the severe lack of world building and uh, comparisons to A New Hope really hurt it for me and make it a, sometimes frustrating on a rewatch. But all in all, it was a, it was a solid, fun start to a trilogy. At nine, I have The Last Jedi. Um, I know that'll make Michael very happy to hear that I have it at the front of the sequel trilogy. Um, but uh, it hurts yeah, in some way, but it also is it it's, it hurts that it's all the way down there. But it's good that it's at the top of your sequel trilogy ranking. <laughs> yeah, and you know you and you've helped me like it a lot more than than I used to. Um, and I, I've never been one that's an. <laughs> it's working. It's working. It's working. <laughs> <laughs> The Last Jedi, um, I think, is bold in that it tries to do a lot of new, interesting things. Um, I think it struggles in some of the execution of some of those things, but it redeems itself by the end. And 
of the like newest Star Wars movies, um, it's one that the more I think on it, the more I like it. We're on whereas with Force Awakens and Rise of Skywalker, the more I think about them, the more issues I have. Um, so yeah, at eight I, I have the sentiment. Yeah, for sure. At eight I have the Phantom Menace. Um, this one hurts me to put so low, but you know, on rewatching it, it's one of the Star Wars movies that it moves a little slower than a lot of others. Um, but it's got fantastic world building. Uh, Liam Neeson as Qui-Gon Jinn is the best and uh, duel of the fates and the pod race are incredible. Um, and number seven, I, this one's, I would probably argue is my guilty pleasure. Star Wars movie is a uh, number seven's attack of the clones. It barely beats out uh, Phantom Menace for me, mainly because of the action sequences. Ooh, that's high. Um, <laughs> And number seven, oh, come on. And, uh, you know, Obi-Wan is great. You know, really the romantic <laughs> subplot, it, it's weak. It's cringe in a lot of parts. I don't think it's as awful as some other things I've seen, but it's definitely not good. Um, but there's a lot of things to love and that about it that redeem it for me, especially that third act is incredible. Um, so I wish I could have those higher, but at six I have Solo. Uh, Solo is uh, just a a rip roaring good time. It's just like an old fashioned adventure film, which is where star Wars like found its roots from those like 1940 serials that were just very adventure based. Indiana Jones is kind of the same way. Um, and I love that it did world building that no one expected it to do. You know, it's the movie that nobody asked for, but a lot of people really enjoyed it. And it's kind of unfortunate that it didn't do as well. At number five, I have rogue one. Um, Rogue One and Solo flip-flop for me sometimes, as do Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones, because I think they're like dead even in quality. Um, Rogue One, I think, has some less memorable like character development, but it still has very memorable side characters. Um, anything and everything to do with Vader in that movie is fantastic, and I love how it, it fixes a small like plot issue many have with A New Hope, uh, about the Death Star and how the design was intentional. And it also makes the Death Star more terrifying than any planet-killing weapon we see in the sequel trilogy. Not trying to bash, but the way they shoot the Death Star, the way they frame it, the way the sense of scale is portrayed. But it was ten times bigger. <laughs> bigger? Oh, gosh. Stop it. <laughs> this is the Death Star. This is Starkiller Base. <laughs> yes. And I just I just love how it no hope and that they had the they had the guts to really kill off the, the entire main cast. It gave it a lot of weight. Um, really good. And uh, number four, I've got uh, Star Wars: A New Hope. Um, you know, it, this is one that no matter what you say about it, I can understand why it's lower on some list. But this is the original. This is what started it. It's literally like the perfect archetype of an adventure film for star Wars to, for like how to blend all these genres seamlessly together. There's a sense of fun and camaraderie between the, the cast and uh, it really changed movies forever. It's fantastic. I could go on and on about the original trilogy. So I'm going to be even briefer here, but uh, at number three, <laughs> number two and three are probably the two hardest for me to go with. But as of right now, where I'm at at number three, I have empire strikes back. Empire Strikes Back is – it's a perfect Star Wars movie, really. Um, you know, it's got the greatest plot twist in cinema history. It's got some of the – it probably has the best dialogue ever, um, probably the best shot Star Wars movie, best set design. There's there's a lot of things. 
But, you know, sometimes middle movies can be – it's unfortunate that the characters get split up, and I like seeing the characters interact. Not that that's necessarily a drawback. It's just, you know, I always look forward to seeing them come together again. Uh, the only really complaint I have about Empire is Han is a little creepy with Leia at a couple points. That romance, uh, some of those romantic lines and scenes have an age as well uh, in modern with modern uh, context. But it's Empire is great. It's it's amazing, and everything after this is preference. So at number two, I have Return of the Jedi, and uh, Return of the Jedi, man, I could go on so and happy. on. <laughs> I spend I have spent so much time defending this one, sometimes more than any other Star Wars movie, with the exception of my number one. Um, you know, the Ewoks, I don't care what anybody says. The Ewoks are great and the Ewoks are cool. They're cute and they're fierce. Uh, the, I can defend the second death star plan all day. I think it was brilliant what Palpatine did and anything and everything to do with that third act blows almost anything else. Star Wars related out of the water because it's just so good. Um, and I'm sure others are going to want to talk about it. So I'll save some talking points for them, but it's, it's fantastic. It's my number two, but my number one is Revenge of the Sith. This this was something I had to yes. admit to myself in the last few months. Um, it's the one I probably had the most effect on me as a young child because of how dark it was. Um, because the, the bad guys not only win, but they won for 20 years. And it's dark, and you see a hero fall. And uh, the story, the brilliance of Palpatine's plan, uh the depth of the hurt of Obi-Wan and Anakin's relationship falling apart, Order 66, all the lightsaber duels. There's just so much to love. And there's just a sense of dread throughout the whole movie whenever I rewatch it. And it just breaks my heart every time. And it is my number one. So that's my ranking. Don't forget, the, was don't forget the music, Curry. Oh, my gosh. I could say that about all of them. But, yes, Dude. the music in Revenge of the Sith. Anakin's <sighs> betrayal. And what's the one... Michael, you might know where him and Padme are like staring out the window across the city at each other. And it's like dark the vo- it could be it's the one with like the like the vocal tones that are like they sound almost a little more Deeds. middle Middle Eastern for Star Wars. Yeah, that yeah. one is just so unique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Star it Wars is. music. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> so good, man. That bet when when Ben and I did the uh, did our John Williams tribute episode a while back. We were, you know, we listened through all of the scores all the way through, and by far, Revenge of the Sith. What Revenge of the Sith was the one that I was like, "Holy crap! What is this? This is like, honestly, Anakin's betrayal is not one that people talk about very often, but it is it's one so of good. the best scores I've ever heard. Period." in any movie. I actually used it in one of my short films for a very big death scene because oh, I just loved it perfect. so much. <laughs> Dude, it's so good. If anybody listening to this has not listened to Anakin's betrayal from the Revenge of the Sith score, it is it's so good. It's so I got chills. and it's so depressing. Like it's so yeah. emotional and like, oh my gosh, you guys are so good. Okay, anyway. Gut wrenching. Gut wrenching. Yes. Drew, you're up, man. Of course you're gonna make me go last. Yeah, this is this is a build up. This is what's called a build up. <laughs> Let me preface by saying that I've only ever done my ranking because Michael asked me to about a hundred times. <laughs> and the reason in a in a good way, I never wanted to rank my Star Wars movies because I love every Star Wars movie 
deeply. And if I have a movie at number eight or nine or seven, I feel bad because I mm-hmm. love those movies, but they're low on my rank. But, you know, they're low on my Star Wars ranking. However, they're very high as far as like my just overall movie rankings. So that being said, uh, oh, a quick note here. I do not have any movies outside of the uh, Skywalker saga in this. I have a hard time plugging in Solo and Rogue One. I understand. The original nine <laughs> movies. Uh, Cop I out. love those two movies, and I could I could throw them in there, but it's it's just hard for me to, you know? It, it's difficult. We all have to make so tough choices. Said, uh, at my number nine, I have Rise of Skywalker. Yes, truly. And this list is full of tough choices, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, I have Rise of Skywalker at number nine, and I loved Rise of Skywalker. It was a lot of fun in the movies. It was a blast. It was the the wrap up of the saga, but and, and Michael will tell you we had discussions after it came out. I was really high on it, and then I think on my second or third rewatch, I started asking too many questions, and it kind of dropped down my rankings. I had it as high as number five or six at one point when I started doing my initial ranking, and then it just kind of it dropped, it dropped. But I still love the movie uh, because. I think I just pulled my headphone out there. Uh, Kylo Ren and Ray, everything about the sequel trilogy, I just really, you know, love. So Dude. that's good. Um, I have Attack of the Clones at my number eight. Even though I love Attack of the Clones, uh, a part of the soundtrack from Attack of the Clones was in my wedding. Nice. Uh, so, <laughs> I love that. Yes, so, I clearly love. I love that so much because <laughs> that's the only. Uh, obviously, it was I. It was. <laughs> It was just I didn't do a lot of helping choosing with my wedding on things like that and planning, but I was just like, I really want to throw this in there, and uh, it worked out, and it was incredible. So that was a lot of fun. Attack of the Clones has an underrated soundtrack, some really great subplots, um, you know, kind of like Detective Obi-Wan thing going on. It is an incredible movie, but as far as, you know, content in the movie, I can't rank it above some of these other ones, but it's it's incredible. It's... uh. I believe Curry called it a guilty pleasure Star Wars movie. I can pop it in at any time and just uh, watch it and have a great time with it. So uh, I can too if I can stay awake. I've lost count here. I've had a long day. (laughs) Yes, we'll be good. Uh, My number seven is The Force Awakens. Another one, and I'm going to say it like four more times. I hate to have it this low. The Force Awakens kind of got us to the era of Star Wars we're in. I was uh, teaching at the time when the trailer and The Force Awakens came out. Oh, my and God. And I stopped class and watched that trailer on loop, I think, 20 times, roughly. And I was like, yeah, whatever we're learning today, it was didn't matter. I was like, we're just watching this on loop. And <laughs> all these young kids were like, well, what's that? Who's that? And I was like, okay. So we had like a little mini Star Wars lecture. I love it was that. incredible. So much. <laughs> I've been time. prouder of you. Uh, Force Awakens awesome. has an incredible soundtrack. <laughs> it was yeah, it was it was a proud moment for me, and I didn't have one angry parent, believe it or not. So that That's was amazing. a shock. Uh, Force Awakens is an incredible movie. Has a great soundtrack. Uh, I mean, you get to see the return of some beloved characters. Um, and as a side note here, and I'm going to try to move as quickly as possible as well. The Jedi steps from the Force great. Awakens is a top tier Star Wars soundtrack. 
And if you have not, if you're not familiar with that, it's the scene and the Force Awakens when Ray arrives on Octo, Octu, however we're pronouncing it nowadays. And uh, it's that kind of that, that kind of that little sweet music as he's. It's kind of mysterious as she's walking up the steps to try to find Luke. It's incredible. It's great. Um, my next one I have up here, and this is kind of where I've I've got a a tie, a two way tie here from a number kind of five six. They alternate. Um, between a new hope and a phantom, Men- the phantom menace. Uh, I currently have phantom menace as the number. What am I at six? And a uh, new hope is my number five, and they're both incredible movies. The phantom menace is really the movie that fully got me into Star Wars. I mean, I watched the original trilogy first, but the phantom menace. I was the same age as Anakin in the movie when that came out. And I just watched that movie on repeat, on repeat, on repeat, and just fell in love with it. And it's great. I mean, duel the fades. But uh, I like the Trade Federation. I like the Droid Army. They did a lot of really cool things. And George Lucas's world building is just so good with, you know, the new things and Coruscant and uh, Naboo. But also, he takes this first opportunity to ground the prequel trilogy in Tatooine, where the whole saga began, which is incredible. Uh, I have A New Hope sitting at number five because it's the movie that started all and the movie that began my obsession, my love for Star Wars. Uh, I remember just being floored by that movie when my dad first showed it to me. Uh, and, And incredible when you go back and look at that movie compared to other movies at the time. I mean, that thing has better... A New Hope has better CGI and practical effects than Cats that came out two years ago. Come on. It's incredible. <laughs> I'm going to take a shot at Handy, take a shot at Cats and make fun of that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hate, I don't like Cats. What like is the that, real animals. So I'm just what is the, the musical with having no opinion of that. Isn't there a thing going on, or at least it was, release the butthole cut? What, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, there is. And I, I saw that on Twitter one day, and I was like, I'm going to scroll past this. I don't even need to know. And then somebody <laughs> told me about it one day. So I learned about it regardless. Uh, but before I segue rabbit trail too much here, A New Hope, I mean, it's it, it, not everybody calls it A New Hope. It's Star Wars. That was the first Star Wars movie. And you're introduced to these this cast of all-star characters who just blow you away. You have you have Luke and you have Han Solo, and then all of a sudden Princess Leia comes in, and you kind of thought it was going to be like a damsel in distress situation. Absolutely not. Princess <laughs> Leia kick your tail and laugh about it while Chewie's standing in the corner laughing his fur off. I mean, incredible, incredible character. So, you know, A New Hope sitting there. At my number four is a movie that I wrestled with that Michael helped me an awful lot with, and that's The Last Jedi. And it was near the bottom, but I loved it. I, when I first watched it, I was like, man, it really made me think. And unfortunately, I got suckered into some of the social media discussions of The Last Jedi, and I got in a dumb way in my head about hating on certain aspects that were really stupid. And then, uh, I don't know, I just rewatched it. Rewatched it, and then I found myself rewatching it for fun, 
rather than, you know, re- sorry, I found myself rewatching it to understand it more rather than just rewatching as it was Star Wars. And I started analyzing it. And when I figured out just how much lore is packed into that movie and the depth of it, I was, I mean, it shot up my list faster than anything has risen or fallen on my list before. So, uh, the last Jedi is there at my number four. And a big reason of that is because of Ray, Kylo, and of course, Luke Skywalker. Uh, at my number three, uh, Curry's going to get yeah. excited here. Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith is absolutely one of my favorite mo- theater moments here. Uh, I got to skip school that day with my best friend and his dad. See, that's one of the ones I, I, that I didn't get to, did not get to watch with my dad and brother. They were in Oklahoma working when this came out. And uh, so I went and we skipped school and watched Revenge of the Sith. And I just remember being uh, just gassed after that movie because of how dark and just like, but and how incredible it was. That movie just like, like just knocked me down flat on the floor, like knocked the wind out of me. And I walked out of there just like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. Uh, but th- there's so many good things you can say about Revenge of the Sith. Uh, so that being said, I'm going to move on to my number two movie. My number two of Star Wars movie here is going to be Empire Strikes Back. It's been my number one before, but Empire Strikes Back is incredibly deep and it broadened the Star Wars universe upon its release in a way that another movie has not done for its franchise, in my opinion. The dialogue in this movie is top tier among all cinema, not just Star Wars, and it's, I mean, you, you can't say enough good things about Empire Strikes Back. The flaws that it has are very few, very far between, and you can easily gloss over them or have them explained away. So that's what makes it incredible. It's been a number one before. However, my true number one Star Wars movie is Return of the Jedi. And in order to leave plenty of time for Jessica to share her rankings for the first time and be on the spot, <laughs> I am going to speak the least about Return of the Jedi because... I've been on not one, but two podcasts talking about how much I love Return of the Jedi. And do yourself a favor and go back and listen to it because we had a lot of fun talking about Return of the Jedi. But it, it to me, Return of the Jedi is on the same level of perfection as Empire Strikes Back in my mind. And, you know, I'll, I'll probably let Michael take a few more thoughts on that. But Return of the Jedi is my clear cut number one favorite for so many reasons. So, um, uh, I guess that ends my little turn here, and I'm going to turn the ball back over to Michael, who is going to pass it right over to Jessica <laughs> to be on the spot. Awesome, man. I love it. I Yeah, I mean, dude, Drew and I have a lot of similarities in our list, although uh, middle to end is actually pretty different. Um, but yeah, I, I, I definitely relate to your list in a lot of ways. I'll get to mine in a little bit. That said... Let's hear it, Jessica. What is your Star Wars ranking? I'm eager to hear this. <laughs> you are going to hate me. Um, no, we won't. Probably. We'll see. <laughs> Maybe. Um, we'll see. So, oh, never. I hate ranking things. I hate it. I'm a very indecisive person. Well, I may- love... maybe it'll help you. <laughs> yeah. Same. I love all of Star Wars. Just like Drew said. <laughs> so some of them are for sure like a favorite movie. And then other ones, I think it just kind of gets lost in the list. And I still love all of those movies or different things about them. 
So I'm going to go more a different route instead of just straight up cinema and, you know, the score. I'm going to go more with feelings. <laughs> Great. So um, I... Do it. Do I like it. that. I like that. That's okay. Great. So I'm just going to go with movie feel overall, what I really like, and not get into the nitty gritty of does this make sense or does this make sense, that sort of thing. So I'll. So we want to start at the bottom? Yeah. Yeah. Start okay. at your least and work your way up. So... My least favorite, I guess, since we're including all of the movies, would be the Clone Wars movie, um, the animated one. Um, it's great. I don't know what else to say. I think you should watch it if you're going to watch the Clone Wars series. It's the last on the list for me. I hate that this is number 11 because I love this movie, um, but Solo is my number 11. I really like it. Uh. It's a fun movie. Um, I'm not someone that dislikes it. <laughs> Spoiler alert, I love how Maul pops back up in there. It was a great moment, especially if you've been watching yes. Clone Wars Rebels. I think that you love the movie so much more if you have watched those series. I was very confused at that point because I had not seen Reb or uh, I had not seen Clone Wars yet. I was very confused when it when it happened, and I had to talk. Ben had Same. to explain to me. He was like, "No, no, no, he's alive in the Clone Wars. Yes. And that's canon." And I was like. I need to watch Clone Wars. I was so I had just watched it. I think watched them before, and I was so glad that I did because I knew more about like the crime syndicates and like all that kind of oh, stuff. Yeah. Made a little bit more sense. Um, but anyway, unfortunately, I feel like my bottom ones. I hate that they're there, but they just are. You got to put them somewhere. Um, <laughs> y'all are really gonna hate me. Um, uh, bracing. <laughs> Um, my number nine is Empire Strikes Back. Mm. I'm sorry. Wait, did you? I mean skip number one? ten. Number ten. So sorry. I know, Michael. I told you this That's would worse. hurt you guys. Um, I again love all of these movies. You just broke. You literally broke my brain. Did you see what happened just then? I I literally <laughs> just froze completely. It's I've a never... great. It's a great movie, but out of all of them. There are two that are everyone's favorites that I don't watch as much as the other ones. So I had to put <laughs> I'm sorry, Curry. You've broken Curry. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm sorry. I'm okay. I love it. I don't want to pick. Michael made me do this. I don't want to do it. I don't like hurting feelings. I like agreeing oh, with everyone. <clears throat> I don't like picking. Carry on. You're good. You're good. We... Okay, so y'all are going to stand up again. I'm just, gonna, I'm just, I'm just going to warn you. Um, sorry. Number nine is Return of the Jedi. So good. I love it. Originals, so great. I just like some of the other ones better right now. I'm not going to say this is forever. This, this always is, wasn't my list. That's fair. This is good. I'm this sorry. is good. You're good. Go ahead. I this love is it. Something. I love this is healthy. I know, I'm sorry. I, one of my favorite things, I think, about Return of the Jedi, though, is seeing, like, Luke, when he has the opportunity to really turn and Palpatine is telling him, you know, strike me down, strike me down, and he's like, no, I won't do it. And I, I love that. And, I'm a and, Jedi like my father before yes, me. Yes, so good. See, I love the movie. I love all of them. I just had it. Michael, it's your fault. 
<laughs> Stop blaming this on me. <laughs> Stop blaming your bad taste on me. Hey, I'm kidding. That's a joke. It's a joke. I know, I know. So anyway, I love those movies. I feel like I have to say this a million times because I feel like Cray's crying right now, and I'm so sorry. Um, You're good. I, I, I'm being okay. listen. I'm being really dramatic. I, I, I. It's shocking, but it's. I understand, and I know that you love them all. You're good. I Don't do. feel bad. I Don't do. feel bad. I'm messing with you somewhat, but I'm also it's hurt fine. somewhat. I, I Go know ahead. I don't even like this list. I just did it on purpose that way. No, I'm just kidding. Um, number eight is Attack of the Clones. I really do like that movie. Um, I feel like Empire and Return of the Jedi could be higher, but I really do like the prequels. Um, they don't bother me as much as they do some people. Um, I think for the same reasons that you guys ranked Attack of the Clones, it's kind of the same for me. I think it's a great movie. I think um, I love seeing kind of the Jedi more in their prime. And I think that's one of the reasons why I like, I think the prequels a lot more than some people is because I love seeing them, you know, fighting and seeing the Jedi council. And even if they're horrible to Anakin and stuff, I still like, I still like them. You know, even if some of the dialogue isn't great, I mean, Lucas is not the best to write romantic scenes or lines or anything. (laughs) But (laughs) I see where he was trying to go with some of that. So I kind of just like try to think of the story as a whole, I guess. Um, So anyway, that one totally completely agree. Hey, his pickup lines, Anakin's pickup lines worked just fine. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, my lady. Did that I mean, work for a senator, I mean. Some pickup <laughs> lines aren't much better than that. Sorry. Just going to be honest. That's true. I've used worse on my wife. Oh, that's for sure. I have failed. I have failed with worse. It, it is what it is. You know. It is what it is. Um, number seven is Rise of Skywalker. I refuse to hate this movie as much as everybody else does because I just want to really like it. So I have kind of looked at it as everyone hated the prequels. I still liked them. I'm not going to do that to the sequels. I'm just not going to do it. Like, I'm going to like them for what they are. They're Star Wars movies. I feel like five years from now, we can all come back and we'll be like, oh my gosh, why was there so much hate on these movies? So I just don't want to, I don't want to do it. If I overthink it. I'm hoping that happens. Yeah. If I over, well, no one thought anyone would like the prequels again. Yeah. So, I mean, it, I don't know. I just, like everyone else, I feel like they could have done so much more with it. Um, I remember recently rewatching the Harry Potter movies and watching the last movie and thinking, on some of those lines, oh my gosh, if they had just done this in the same similar fashion, it would have hit so much harder in spots. Um, and that's a whole nother discussion, so I won't get into all of that. Um, yeah. But overall, I thought it was a very fun movie. I actually liked that it was pretty quick paced. I would love, I still want to see the director's cut of this movie. I just, I want to yes. see it. Um, At least the JJ cut. Yes. I just want to see the whole thing because I think there was so much that was cut out and that really irritates me when you think of like Endgame and movies like that that were so much longer. Um, I just want to see the whole thing. I want to see it. Um, I'm with you on that. Yeah. And I, I also think I give that movie a little bit more grace in a sense that it was supposed to be Leia's movie. And when Carrie Fisher passed away, 
I don't know. Like, I just feel like they could have done more, but at the same time. JJ was put in a tough bind, yeah. though. Like, what do you do? Do you recast her? Yeah. I mean, you can, but, like. But you can't. Yeah, that's one area I completely forgive them for. Yeah, yeah. For sure. I mean, it's like, I would understand if they wanted to recast her. And, like, I think someone else could have done it and done a good job, and maybe it wouldn't have hindered the story. Um, but I completely understand I think why they did it. Like, upset. I don't know that I could have recast her yeah. myself. I, it, I, How can you do that? You don't. <laughs> I think they did pretty amazing for what they yes. had. Too. Yeah, but like, I could they tell. They still gave a good send-off. And, but I could tell, though. Like, I, I could tell oh, yeah. very clearly that it was not supposed to be in that movie, that it was footage from other movies. Yes. So yeah. I, I... I could definitely tell, and it it hurt the movie for me. But like, what's man? I mean, I don't know what what he could have done. Yeah, I mean, so for me, Dude. I think about that, and I think that he was brought in. Someone else was supposed to do it before he yeah. was. So, um, I think for me, with this is kind of a little off topic, but for the sequels, I just wish they had more of a game plan going into it to make it kind of flow together a little bit more. And I think that would have helped a lot of things. But anyway, I really like Rise of Skywalker. Um, I feel like I can't get into really reasons why because that would just turn into a whole conversation. So I feel like I'm going to win you guys over with this movie like Michael has. With the last Jedi. With the last Jedi. So anyway, that is. We'll have we'll have that discussion one day. We need Don't to. Worry. I'm ready for it. Um, and so then number six is Revenge of the Sith. I just think it's such a great movie. Um, how all of you guys, you've already kind of covered it for me. That's lower um, than I thought it would be for you. Um, yeah, I, I know. I like it. Again, my top three are more feeling based than they are um, totally. movie quality, if that makes sense. Um. So Revenge of the Six would be um, my six, top six. Um, I just love the struggle of seeing Anakin decide what he wants to do. And honestly, this is something I was thinking about today as well when I was looking through my rankings again. If you look at some other movies and it was flipped and it was a choice, do you save your family? Anakin wouldn't have been the bad guy. You know, like he was thinking, I'm a dad. I have a wife. I want to save them. Is he obviously the bad guy? Yeah, he is. I'm just saying it's interesting how when you watch movies, how you root for different people for Mm -hmm. how they, you know, set up the movie. And it's I think of the quote as well. Um, that Adam Driver talked about with playing Kylo Ren and they said how what is it like playing the villain and he said well he believes he's doing what's right you know and so I find that very interesting with the characters um, and with the actors on how they present those characters so I think going seeing that struggle and seeing um, the battle between light and dark and and the betrayal from Anakin you know, I don't know. I just think it's it's a tragic story, and so it's a dark movie, but I think it's very needed, um, obviously, within the story. Um, number five is The Last Jedi. This was what I thought you were going to – I thought this was going to be way lower. No. And, and I'm very happy. <laughs> no, I really like The Last Jedi. I left the theater very confused at first. I was like, okay, I don't know how I feel about this. Um, 
And it has been a movie that's really grown on me. I think it's an absolutely, even if you take it out of Star Wars, it's a beautiful movie. It's so pretty. And I love, I love that it is a little bit different. Um, at first I didn't like, and I picked apart several different things, like little things, like the cutscenes, different things that I was like, okay, this doesn't look like a Star Wars movie, like some of the other ones. Um, but I just, I love it. I actually love that they put Luke where he was. Um, I think that makes him as a character more relatable. I think it makes um, it just such a more human character because I think we've all been there. We've all been in that low place and seeing your hero, especially for a lot of people, be in a, a spot of giving up, I think is very important for people to see because then you can see that you can come out of that and you can do something you know, I don't know. I just, yes. it's hard to explain, but seeing seeing the hope that Ray has, I think that's a big theme through Star Wars, obviously, is hope. And um, seeing the hope that she has and almost how naive she is in a way, but she yeah. comes to him. Um, I, I love that about the movie. It's just, it's a great movie. The music's great. I just really like it. Um, yeah. Let's see. Sorry, I'm pulling my list up. Okay, so number four is Rogue One. Um, it wow. is a great movie to me. Um, you'll understand why, um, when I get to my number one movie, but I just, I love how it sets up, um, some questions that people had from the beginning of Star Wars. Um, I love how it makes kind of what people critique in A New Hope, like, oh, this little spot, if you hit it, it's going to blow up. The Death Star, um, how it makes that so important and how it's built into the story that it was there on purpose. It was there to help defeat evil, you know, if you've got the good versus evil. Um, I loved seeing stormtroopers on the beach. That was awesome. Yeah. I love <laughs> that whole scenery, like having a Star Wars battle. Like, yes. And it was, it was treated like a war movie. Like, yes. Having a war movie in Star Wars universe on a beach it was, awesome. was like weird at first, but also like I it was awesome. I I loved it. I loved every second of it. You're right. So cool. I just I love, I love that movie. I think it's really good. I love the characters. I went into it knowing that the characters weren't gonna live, I think, in my mind, because I knew it's set up right next to A New Hope. So we don't see them. So anyway, um my number three is the Force Awakens, and I'm just going to go over my one, two, and three all together. So one is A New Hope, two is The Phantom Menace, and three is The Force Awakens. The reason wow. why is because they were all the like first. The top three. That's good. Of it was, it's all the first. Okay. Of yeah. each of the trilogies, so A New Hope, first one that I saw. So it's going to be number one. Love it. It just gives you all the feels. So nostalgic. Um, it's Star Wars, you know, yes. like it was only supposed to maybe be one. And so I, I love A New Hope. Um, I love The Phantom Menace. I think it's a great movie. Um, I just love how it starts from the beginning with so much action and you get to see like young Obi-Wan and, and everything and, um, Padme's character just it was so cool like as a younger girl to go oh that's you know when you figure it out that's Leia's mom that's where she gets all of her spunk and attitude yeah. and 
fight from. So that was really fun. Um, and it's just a beautiful movie. I love the score, the dual fates. It's just one of the best, mm. I think, parts, moments in Star Wars. Um, and then The Force Awakens, even though it, it does have a lot of callbacks to A New Hope and it is similar, um, again, the feeling of I'm seeing another Star Wars movie. It's just... I don't know. There's something about that that you're going to see another movie when you go as a kid. Here are these three movies that I grew up with, my parents loved. I'll probably never see them in theaters with them. Then you get it as a kid and then as an adult getting it again. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. That's that's my list. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, the, you started off, you started it's off incredible. and it was really painful for I'm me, sorry. but it's, <laughs> it ended really well. I like, I like your list. It's, it's it's I agree. it's very unique. You have a very unique list, and I think that's great. This, but that is why I love having people rank things. I I think it tells a lot about the kind of fan you are, and everyone's ranking is like, it's weird. You'd think there would be a finite combination yeah. of of rankings, and I, I know there is technically, but like everyone I've ever talked to, I've never had anyone that was the exact that had the exact same. Like I've never come across yeah. duplicate rankings. Yours is very different than anyone else's I've 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 ever heard. And I just have so, to be different, you know? Why not? <laughs> yeah. And but like aside from the Empire Strikes I'm Back sorry. and Return of the Jedi, um, those cut deep. That was great. I really well for I me it. though. Like I have never been a huge fan of second movies. I don't know why. I, oh, I just, love dark second movies. See, and it's just not. I don't know why. It's never. I like the beginning, and I like yay. This is the end, and you, I don't know. I like the middle, but it's always been like, a, not. This sounds horrible to say, but almost like a filler in between the first and the last, which I know it's not. But so the fact that The Last sure. Jedi is so high on my list, I think says a lot about the movie because it's one of yeah. my favorite second movies. And on its own, it's probably a favorite too. So, Do you feel that same way about The Two Towers? Yeah. Wait, which way? The Last Jedi way or The Empire Strikes Back way? It's my least favorite out of the three. It's my least favorite out of the three, too, but it's like 1A, 1B, 1C. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> like, I just don't know part... why I don't like second movies as much. I just, I don't it's, know. Well, it's, I, what I would imagine, it maybe, maybe, maybe I'm wrong here, but like the second movies tend to go, tend to, um, what some people, and, and I understand why some people may feel this way, but sometimes second movies can seem slower because yeah. it's more character work and um, not that character work can't be faster and not, not that you don't appreciate character work. It's important. It's very important. It's important. But at the same time, like Empire Strikes Back has a whole section of that movie where it's just like super slow Yoda talking to Luke and like all this stuff. For me personally, when Yoda and Luke are talking and training and stuff, I'm like – like this is the best star Wars like there is like it's, it's just the best. And so like when between that, the last Jedi, all that stuff, it is, I'm a fan of, and so is Josh Mesker would be like, like cringing right now. If, I'm so sorry. If Josh. Was, no, it, it's great. Like that's why I love having this many, like all of these different tastes. And I think that's why I'm excited about this next um, kind of evolution of, of, a certain point of view podcast it's going to be different like 
y'all are y'all have way different tastes than I do, and I think that's great. I think that's a good thing, and I think it's important for us to like get on here and have discourse and discussion and like mess with each other, but in a respectful <laughs> way for why, like you know, why we love certain movies and why we maybe have problems with other things in movies and and respect each other, even though. I really disagree with you. <laughs> you I know, know. That, it's, it's, I think it's important to have that kind of discussion going and it's kind of our mission statement kind of thing in the group. So yeah. and um, I, I would, I hate ranking them. I really do. I feel like I have to say that again because I do love all of them. But don't you feel good now <laughs> that you did? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> See, she I feels just not like feel I better. <laughs> I want to yeah. take it all back. I hated my first ranking. You guys, I literally revisit my Star Wars ranking like once every couple of weeks to see if it's changed. <laughs> yep, I do the same thing. And Michael. I enjoy it. I will Kirby probably, added. I will delete this note in my phone and probably never think about it again. <laughs> uh, hey, you know what? Don't, don't y'all wish that you could just like erase your memories of star wars and experience it again for the first time i definitely do and also yeah, lost man lost as well okay oh yeah i, I would pay the same for lord of the rings too, too like what drew i would pay unworldly amounts of money too yeah. that was star wars yeah yeah i i absolutely yes. would too oh my god yeah. okay so i'm gonna go through my list really quickly and uh, I'm just going to hit on just a few high points, but I've, I've talked about my list before, but mine has actually changed a little bit. So I do want to go. I, I do want to go through it. So my number 12 is the Clone Wars movie. Pretty much the same reason as y'all. The Rise of Skywalker. Y'all know how I feel about it. I have a lot of problems with it. Um, but at the end of the day, it's still Star Wars. And I will if if Kindle really loves it, if I was to say. If I was to, if Kendall was to say, "Hey, let's go watch uh, Rise of Skywalker," I would be like, "All right, let's do it," and it, I'd be fine. But um, it is my least favorite live-action Star Wars movie. Um, Attack of the Clones is my number ten. Attack of the Clones is really good. It's just like in a lot of ways, it's really good story-wise. I like I like the big picture story elements, but I think it messes up a lot of other elements. This is where my list starts to change uh, a little bit. So previously I had Solo here. And I will say this is like the point in this list where I like I l- genuinely love the rest of the movies. Um, I, I, l- I can find things to like in the previous ones. I genuinely love all the rest here. Rogue One is now my number nine. Again, I love it. I love Rogue One. But it's been a while since my last rewatch, and I just rewatched Solo not long ago, and Solo made me very happy. <laughs> I I absolutely loved this rewatch of Solo. So that one went up a little bit. Rogue One went back only because, like, I just feel like being honest with myself at this moment, I just like Solo better, mm-hmm. and so I moved it up my list. I moved Rogue One down here. And I kept the Phantom Menace at number eight where it's been because that moved up from like, I mean, that was one of the last ones on my list several, you know, probably a year ago or two years ago. And now it's gone up to number eight. I find more to love about that movie every time I watch it. Um, Solo is my number seven now. 
And uh, like I said, y'all, that movie just made me so happy. <laughs> I, I really had so much more fun with that rewatch than I thought I would. Um, it's a good I, the first one. time I watched it, what? It's a good one. It is. The first time I watched it, I liked it, but like I just didn't really have the desire to rewatch yeah. it for like a few years. And when I did, though, I'll tell you what helped. I've watched The Clone Wars since mm-hmm. my first viewing. It yep. really helps knowing like the uh, knowing the crime syndicate yes. and and knowing all that, and then seeing Darth Maul and seeing Ray Park and hearing Sam Witwer. It's like so good. I just got chills with it. It's and it I I can't I can't really put into words. And Dryden Voss yes. is awesome. Paul Bettany's like one of my favorite actors. The cast is just today. so solid in that movie. It's so solid. And and I am a fan. The, I am a fan of Alden Ehrenreich. Yeah. I really think he did a great job. The only thing, the one thing that I will say forever, I was I hate that they did this in the movie is like where they felt the need to explain Han's last name. I was like, no one needed to know where his last name came from. It's just his last name. We all written. Yeah. Nope. Some things you don't have to explain. <laughs> like, I don't understand. It's just his last name. That was my only hang up in Solo. Oh, man. it it I roll every time. Every time. But other than that, I love it. I really do love it. Number six is The Force Awakens. And this one has a really special place in my heart. Um, and it has gone up because I think a couple of rankings ago, this one was at like number eight or seven. So this one has risen up a little bit. Um, Force Awakens. I thought it was higher for you, actually. What? I actually thought it was higher for you, so I'm surprised. No, no. This one's been lower for a while, like mid middle of the pack. This is actually the highest it's oh. been in a little bit. Josh has his okay. – Josh has it pretty high. Oh, um, yeah. But, but I, I've had it kind of in the 6, 7, 8 range for a while now. Um, gotcha. Yeah. Force Awakens, I, I think one of you, possibly Curry, mentioned earlier, the more that you – the more that you watch – the last Jedi, the more that you love it, or at least the more that you appreciate about it for me, the more I love it. Um, the more that I watch the, the, uh, rise of Skywalker and the force awakens, uh, the, the more I see the, like the problems with the world building that, that kind of, you know, that were kind of the potential that was kind of, I don't want to say squandered, but they, they definitely left some chips on the table. You know, uh, they, they definitely missed some opportunities with world building. And whenever they kill off the, the Republic in, in the force awakens, I feel nothing. And, and that's not good, you know, and it's because they don't explain what's the Republic. Like, what does that look like now? Why is the first order here? What did that, how did that happen? It's just like, you're supposed to be like, okay, this is the new, this is the new empire and this is the new uh, rebels where this movie shines is the characters that it introduces into our lives. When the beginning of the movie, when we meet Poe and we meet freaking uh, Kylo Ren and he stops that blast in the midair. Oh my gosh. I, it's so good. It's, it's just so good. Amazing. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> Um, I remember and, looking at somebody like we looked at each other we're like did that just happen yeah and then I love later stop? when he walks away <laughs> I love later when he walks away and then and then the bullet or the the blast releases yes. and it runs into something I just that whole sequence is brilliant 
Ray's introduction is some of the best visual storytelling I've ever seen in my life. Her whole introduction to her scavenging uh, with the score behind her as she's sliding down the the sand, um, her, showing kind of a day in the life of Ray um, as she's scrubbing the parts that she just scavenged and uh, and then you know she gets underpaid for her work and then she's eating her meal. She's I love the shot of showing uh, where it shows like like her keeping track of all the days she's been waiting on Jakku um and and then like seeing seeing her just like wearing the helmet wearing the rebel helmet um watching ships go it's kind of it really reminds me of binary sunset with Luke it really reminds me of like there's more out there I know that I know there's more for me out there that kind of a thing brilliant intro i think it's just so good and then finn's intro as well i love i love seeing him like we've never had that kind of a uh we've never had that kind of a character in a star wars movie before a stormtrooper defect like i i think it's i think it's so cool and i love i love the direction he took in that movie um and i yeah I can't I can't say enough good things about the characters that J.J. Abrams introduced to us um, in that movie. Um, you know, can say some worse things about how he finished the, their character arcs, yeah. but I love how they were introduced. So yeah, Force Awakens is great. I really love it. Revenge of the Sith is my number five. Um, you guys kind of covered all that. I love it. I I really do. I think that some of the dialogue, just like the other prequels, is rough. But with the with Revenge of the Sith, I don't notice that as much. It's all just so good. Besides that, that I can just kind of like, I'm just in the movie, and um, yeah, love it. Number four is A New Hope. Uh, one of you said it earlier. This is the perfect adventure movie. Mm -hmm. It is. It is the perfect adventure movie. I. I, I watched this not long ago again for the 200th time. And I, I think when I was watching it, it's like sometimes you just forget how good the original one is because we watch all the other ones so much, but you forget like this all started here and it is, it's just perfect. Yeah. It's slower paced, whatever, but it's when the tension that I still feel, even though I've seen this movie, so many times every time during the trench run the tension that i feel where luke is about to shoot uh where luke is about to shoot han comes behind him and you know does the we're, you're all clear kid now let's blow this thing and go home like the that whole section right there and you have the drums going the like all that stuff just the tension that they do even now like i watch and i've seen it a million times I still feel the tension. It's a perfect adventure yeah. movie. It's so good. And and then you have just the classic celebration, good guys winning at the end. It's so it's just so good. I love it. Number 3 is the last Jedi. <laughs> Go figure. Y'all know I love this one. Um I'm not going to spend too much time on this cuz I can spend way too much time on this, but like you guys said earlier, it's Luke's story. It's the the you know, seeing Luke in this place that's so relatable for so many of us. And not only, I feel like a lot of people just like forget, like 
they get so fixated on that's, that's not my Luke. And they get so fixated on that. It's, it's grumpy old wimpy Luke. They forget how the movie ends or something. Cause there's actually an, it's called an arc <laughs> that characters go on. And like, I get, it if you just don't like the approach, that's different. But I feel like some people are just like, I feel like some people really misunderstand that or just or i don't know or they're just completely forgetting that there is an actual arc going there and and luke comes in the clutch at the end and i i just I, it's just so good and i love the struggle i love ray's struggle in this movie of trying to find trying to figure out who she is it's kind of her struggle throughout the whole trilogy and what I, I just loved so much what Ryan Johnson set up as her not being related to anyone with with powers, you know, with 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 force uh, or I, I guess not being related to a previous force user, you know, like a Skywalker, like a Kenobi, like a whatever. I loved the direction that that went and it was emphasized at the end with Broom Boy. I just love the idea that anyone can have the force and it doesn't have to come from a specific bloodline i loved that idea so much it's one of the reasons why the rise of skywalker hit rubbed me the wrong way um but yeah anyway that's my number three i could go on and on and on and on and on number two is empire strikes back you guys said it it's a perfect movie Jessica, it's a perfect movie. It is a great movie. What I was thinking about, though, when you were saying two of your switched because you hadn't watched them in a while. Uh-huh. Honestly, I think those two movies are probably outside of the newer ones because they haven't been out that long are probably the two I haven't watched as much. You should rewatch them. I know. That's what I literally was Agreed. thinking. I need to rewatch all of those again because I've probably seen some of the other ones more. Definitely A New Hope. So when I was a kid, I think that's the one that I just rewatched yeah. and I didn't watch the other two as much. You should rewatch them and we'll we'll have you back on and you can and we can kind of talk about your rewatch or something like that. Yeah, cuz you're going to have me back on after I ranked them so. Well. I told you. I respect your <laughs> opinion <laughs> yes i'm gonna have you back on of course um but anyway empire strikes back is my number two but my number one is return of the jedi i love this movie so much it's so good, <laughs> it's so good. the it and i understand i understand people's um you know complaints about it or people's criticisms of it i understand that the pacing of it's different um, than other Star Wars movies than any movies really. It's it's a different pacing, uh, but I just there's too much good here, and this is one kind of like you, Jessica, with A New Hope. Mm-hmm. This is one that I watched the most by far as a kid, and and I'm a, I'm an Ewoks guy. Ewoks are great. I love. I them. don't care what you say. My dog yeah. looks like an Ewok. It's the best. Oh yes. <laughs> I love Ewoks and I think they're great. And um, yeah, I think just on a depth level, an emotional depth level, this one actually hits me harder than probably any other Star Wars movie. Maybe The Last Jedi is right there with it. But um, the throne room stuff with Luke and where he throws his saber down and and all of that stuff, you really see. And I... Nope, I'm going to get on a tangent. Not going to do it. 
not going to do it. It's great. <laughs> it really, it it's chill inducing. It's emotion inducing every time. So yeah, that's my list. Spent more time than I meant to. That's bound to happen with me. Um, You've been talking to Josh too much. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I Drew, I see you holding up something, but I don't know what it said because it was so blurry. <laughs> it's all pixelated. Yeah. It said Michael loves Jedi rocks. I don't. Michael loves Jedi rocks um, and Yub Nub. Hey, hey, Michael, you want to talk about your love? <laughs> yub Nub. Yub Nub. I don't hate Jedi rocks. I can't rocks. believe it get brought um, up. I can actually sing <laughs> – I can actually sing almost every word of it. <laughs> um, yub but Yub Nub is worse than what they have in the special editions. You're wrong, and you need to learn your wrongness and stand in your wrongness and be wrong. <laughs> Curry, I can't go with I can't follow you down this path, Curry. I can't follow you. You're going down a path I you can't. You will follow. try. You underestimate my power. One of the things I did find interesting listening to everyone's lists is how it connects to everyone's favorite characters. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah, ah. yeah that's a good point. <clears throat> yeah, totally. I, I hear that. Luke, I see that. I like that. Luke's your favorite. Like Luke movies are more, you know, like it just. I mean, yeah, my top three are Luke centric. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I mean, I guess a lot of Star Wars is Luke centric kind of, but. <laughs> Yeah, I know what you mean, though. But yeah, totally. I mean, his his emotional arc is a lot of those in, in those three movies. Actually, four movies, because yeah. A New Hope is my number four. Yeah, see? <laughs> yeah. That's that's a great point. It's yeah. consistent with people's favorite characters, I think. Like I said, the rankings totally tell you kind of a lot about what kind of Star Wars fan you are and who you, your favorite characters are. And so I think that's a great point, Jessica. Yep, 100%. So... I wanted to keep this to about an hour and a half and it's at an hour and a half. And so I wanted to get y'all's um, I wanted to get y'all's thoughts on like what you're excited about. That's coming up soon in the star Wars universe. Do y'all have like 10 minutes? You want to do that or can, or do y'all, do we need to get off? I can. Do you mind if I jump on first? Cause I do need to hop off. Please put my son to bed, please. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah. Okay. So let's get, let's, let's do that. Let's talk about it. So, you know, we have a bunch of shows coming up. We have we have movies that are also scheduled coming up. Curry, what is your favorite or favorite? What is the one that you're anticipating the most or maybe the, a couple that you're anticipating the most? Well, man, I'm here for all of it, mm-hmm. for sure. You know, I, I, I'm curious to see, you know, with uh, Rangers of the New Republic and Ahsoka and Mando, they they slyly mentioned that it's going to build to a crossover event. So I'm curious to see what those are going to build to. I'm excited for all of those, but I think, um, and you know, I, I think with Acolyte, it's going to be really interesting seeing the Sith lore and all that, all of the new things and continuation of Mando and that whole era, but Obi-Wan Kenobi, I am, I mean, as you all know, he's one of my favorites now. Um, just the fact that they're tackling, uh, bringing Hayden Christensen back and Darth Vader and that whole relationship to give it even more weight in a new hope. Um, Cause that's one of the things, unfortunately that for me, revenge of the Sith, when you watch it and then you watch a new hope, their meeting doesn't, their confrontation doesn't feel like it has the weight that it should. And it almost feels like maybe there should be another meeting in between, especially based on Vader's uh, reaction in return of the Jedi. When he says to Luke, Obi-Wan once thought as you did about turning back to the light. And we never really see that in the lore. And up until now, we just thought that was like a, one of those writing mistakes. 
But now they have a chance to fix that. We're going to get an epic duel of the ages again. And it's my two favorite characters meeting on screen once again. I'm so hyped for that. Um, But after that, um, of all the other ones, I think Mando is going to be great where it goes. Yeah. Mando is going to be great wherever it goes next because they opened the door wide open. But Ahsoka show so we can finally figure it out what happened to Ezra Bridger. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. I'm so hyped for that. A Rebels continuation is going to be legit. Dude, I love it. I'll just go ahead and say right now. Uh, I'll say mine really quick because they're literally the exact same as Curry. <laughs> like I, <laughs> yes. I'm literally like I, I for some reason when o, when Obi Wan Kenobi was announced, I was definitely excited, especially when they announced that it was you and McGregor who was mm-hmm. coming back, and yeah. then they announced that Hayden Christensen was coming back, and then they released the whole cast, and we even have um oh no his name has escaped me Uncle Owen. Um, Joel Edgerton. Joel Edgerton. Yeah, we even have him and Aunt Beru coming back from the prequels, and like this is I I just can't. Ever since like I, there, it's just been steadily building in my steadily building in my excitement for for Obi Wan Kenobi, and now it's genuinely my most anticipated Star Wars property coming up. I'm so pumped, and then Ahsoka, just like you said, um, I, I'm I'm super pumped to see where it goes. Cannot believe we're getting Grand Admiral Thrawn in a oh, in man. one of these live action shows. I can't believe I'm it. I'm so, so excited, so, so excited for this. And and exactly like you said, I'm really curious and excited to see where you know Ahsoka, Mandalorian, and Rangers of the New Republic kind of intertwine as a you know a story that fits together. I'm very curious to see how they're going to do that. And um, and I just love the Mandalorian so much already. It's it's one of my favorite star Wars things that's been done. So, um, yeah. Okay, cool. So drew what's up. What about you, man? Uh, I'll try to move quickly. I'm going to throw you a curveball on the one I'm actually most looking forward to. And it goes back to some of Curry's thoughts on rogue one. And that's going to be rogue squadron. Um, we're going to get a war movie, top gun type movie in star Wars. Sorry. My microphone's this way for emphasis here. In Star Wars, directed by Patty Jenkins, and it is going to be incredible. And this goes back to my love of the old Star Wars video games, and one of my favorite ones that I used to play was the Rogue Squadron video game. And they just have so many great things that they can do. Video games are my honorable mention on upcoming uh, things that are going on. Uh, So we'll see about that. So it's it's my number one. Uh, Kenobi is tied with Acolyte for my number two most uh, anticipated thing coming up. I really think Acolyte is the perfect bridge, the perfect segue for the era and the lore of the Old Republic. And I've not read any of the High Republic stuff yet. However, I do understand that there are some Old Republic kind of teasers and some Easter eggs and name drops and stuff in the High Republic stuff for the Old Republic era. So I am Really excited for that. And then on top of those, uh, I think the book of Boba Fett is going to be incredibly, incredibly interesting. And oh. it's going to be able to tell some really yeah. fun, yeah. Yeah. some really dark and some really interesting stories that I am just, I'm, well, I'm here for it all. Even the, Dude. like the anime and the droid suit stories and stuff like that, you know, but the stuff I mentioned is really what I'm most looking forward to, but I'm here for a hundred percent of it. Dude, the ending of the finale of The Mandalorian where it shows him taking over Jabba's old palace and like 
becoming the crime mm. lord there on Tatooine. It's so good. good. Yeah, it was awesome. Oh, and yes. his music too. Dun, dun, so dun, 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 dun. Yeah, it's so good. I can't wait for that. Yeah, good stuff, man. Um, Jessica, what about you? So, obviously, I'm excited for all of it. <laughs> um, I am very excited about the Ahsoka show, but I think the one that I'm the most excited about is Obi-Wan. Um, I'm just, I'm so pumped. I think I maybe have told a couple of you guys this, but I had a friend text me. I was in Walmart, and they sent me a screenshot of Star Wars Instagram that Hayden Christensen was coming back. And I almost started crying in Walmart. I was so excited. <laughs> um, I, I just feel he's like so it's going to be so great. Well, I just love that he's getting another chance, you know? Like, it's going to be so yes. good. I just, I'm about it. I'm so about it. Um, I love Anakin's character. Luke's a great character. Kylo's a great character. I don't know. All the Skywalkers are great. So I'm really pumped to see that and see kind of more of Obi-Wan's story um, and kind of see what he was doing in between the two mm. and, and what the relationship, if there was any, you know, um, communication between the two of them during that time frame, um, kind of what that looks like. Um, so I'm really excited about that. I am very excited about the Ahsoka show. I'm very nervous about it as well, just like I was very nervous about her being in live action. Um, because when you, I just feel like when you really love a character so much in one way, to hopefully that it, you hope that it translates well into the next thing. So I'm very excited about that. I think Rosario Dawson will do it very well. Um, she did it so well in The Mandalorian. So I am excited. I love Rebels. So I'm I'm so pumped mm. to see them include more of that storyline. I hope they do some of the World Between Worlds stuff because I think that would be awesome. Um, I am excited about the others, but those are probably my two top favorite um, that I'm excited about. So Awesome. Oh, man. I'm so, I'm so excited about Star Wars again. I'm so like, you know, we've had this Marvel like, yeah. you know, this Marvel time and I'm I've been really loving it, but now we're building up to the Bad Batch, which also I'm yes. very excited for. Um we're building up to the Bad Batch and then we got Boba Fett at the end of the year and the next year is Star Wars year apparently. Yeah. So I am yeah, super I'm just I'm just like ready for this and it's just so good to talk about Star Wars again. I missed being on and recording the podcast and I just want to thank you guys for, for being involved tonight and being involved in the future. I'm so excited. We won't always have a bunch of you on at once. It'll usually be one or two of you. Um, and then sometimes it'll just be a completely different special guest, but, um, uh, but I'm so excited to have you guys all like consistently involved in the podcast. I think you all have great takes on star Wars and, uh, and I think that, we're going to have some really fun conversations and uh, moving forward into this next era of, of this, this little, little old podcast here. So yeah. Love it, man. yeah. So um, thank you guys so much for, for coming on. And um, do y'all have any last words before we sign off? I don't think so. Everything is proceeding as I have foreseen. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Creepy. This is where the fun begins. Well, just thanks for having us on. I'm so excited Ooh. for this journey. 
Yes, Me thank too. You, so much. you nailed it, dude. I love that. <laughs> this is where the fun begins. Yeah, yeah, and Jessica, seriously, True. thank you so much. And I'm, I'm really. I really am excited. And I, what excites me too is this is just an extension of the community and the Facebook group too, which is always like the Facebook group has been one of the, honestly, like I, I we, Ben and I would always say on the podcast, like the podcast is really fun, but what's, what's like, that's only half of it. The other half is really just having fun with the, the community in the Facebook group. So if, if you guys have not joined the Facebook group, it's, it's really simple. Just go to Facebook and search uh, a certain point of view discussion group and you'll find it. It is an awesome place for, you know, positive and respectful, uh, you know, whether it's debate or whether it's just sharing thoughts on star Wars or sharing memes, you know, all that stuff. We only ask that you respect others opinions and, um, and we have a great time in there. It's a really, uh, it's a, it's a genuinely fun corner of social media, which is rare. And so, um, and, and so we, please go and join that group if you haven't. And uh, with all that being said, until next time, may the force be with you always. Always.